Succeed in AMP, a podcast where we are building a community of sharing ideas and best practices in anatomy and physiology for the success of students and instructors everywhere. I'm Valerie Kramer, the Marketing Manager for Anatomy and Physiology here at McGraw-Hill. And for this first episode of 2022 for Succeed in AMP, I really want to focus on what's new here at McGraw-Hill to help your students succeed. One of the larger global issues that we're facing is this critical shortage of nurses. So how are we going to help reduce that drop-fail withdrawal rate and help our students succeed to improve the nursing shortage throughout the country and throughout the world? So a few tools that we've created and added just this year for your students. We launched Anatomy and Physiology Revealed some updates. So number one, the tool Anatomy and Physiology Revealed, for those of you who don't know, it's 18 years old. It's been around quite some time. Some of you may have used it on a CD at one point in time. And now it is houses 3D models, our practice atlas, where it's the cadaver next to the anatomical model. And we've added some more 3D models. Uh, so check out those 3D model uh, podcasts. There's a few of them were last October, and we talked with some instructors who use the 3D models. Really, really good stuff. So what are these updates? These went live in January, and the first one is the APR body orientation module. It has been updated with two new anatomical model figures that replaced the single former model. Um, nothing was wrong with that other one. We just updated it to be a little more modern, and we added the planes of section. And, and next week, you should tune in for uh, an episode with instructor and subject matter expert Molly Scheel, who really talks about the planes of section and how important these are um, in the AMP course. So we added a new anterior lateral view, and this was added to really enable students to make connections between anatomical planes through the entire body, through a body region, and the different views these planes produce in radiological images. Terminology used, uh, dissection body orientation was updated, such as anatomical planes and body regions, updated to be consistent with the Terminologica Anatomica, that always gets me. Um, this is the dictionary for AMP. Uh, so this is really good. We use Terminologica, <laughs> Terminologica Anatomica throughout APR. So that's why there are certain terms that the way they are, because we really follow those standards. So we use that to match the terms used in practice atlas body orientation as well. So one example is mid-sagittal plane has been renamed median plane. Okay, also APR Connect assignment has been updated, the functionality. We added the option for you as instructors to set multiple attempts per question. You could always set multiple attempts per assignment or per activity, now it's per question in the quiz. So if selected, this will allow a student to try a question two or three times consecutively. The default will remain one attempt. Um, so if you use this option with a timed quiz, the timer does not reset for multiple question attempts. It will just allow them to do it two or three times within that 30 seconds, for example. So this could be particularly useful uh, if you're using the click to identify quiz. Um, that requires more of that precision for the cursor placement. So hopefully that will be really helpful 
for you as instructors uh, when assigning those, those modules within APR. Okay, the number of structures and animations per activity are now listed in a column to the right of the activity name on the Assignment Builder main page. So if you're using APR assignment, you'll find this useful um, when you are determining the weight of each activity. So you might want to know how many animations or how many questions or how many structures did you actually assign uh, rather than going back to look at that. There's a lot of updates, so I'm going to keep going here. So an activity highla that highlights the features of the Practice Atlas was also added to the pre-built APR assignment student tutorial. I love the student tutorial. I always recommend instructors to assign that first. So you're not teaching the platform. You're staying teaching AMP. They are learning the technology just by doing this tutorial. So now in this tutorial, you'll see that the Practice Atlas has been added. So they will now know how to utilize every single type of activity inside of the APR assignment. And of course, um, another thing really quickly that we've added, this is the last thing in the APR assignment update, um, is when a student starts a quiz, they'll see a list of the policy settings set by your instructor. So their instructor, rather. So it says once they click it, take a quiz, they'll have one attempt or they'll have two attempts or it's timed. So all of those are on screen all the time. So your student will know exactly how much time they have, how many attempts they have for taking that quiz. So that was a lot. APR updates in January. Our next APR update will be in June. Um, but just to recap, we updated the student tutorial. We added the number of attempts per question. We also updated the planes of section inside of APR and added two new anatomical figures in the APR body orientation module. Hopefully all of these are helpful this semester in teaching your students. What else do we have this spring going on? So we have the concept overview interactives. I'm not sure if you're familiar with those. We've talked about those in a few podcasts prior. But basically, the concept overview interactives are physiology interactives that really focus on the difficult physiology concepts. These are currently in the question bank and can be accessed and assigned to your students through the question bank. One drawback to this is they are not fully accessible. And at McGraw-Hill, we're really working to make everything that we have in our Connect platform to be as accessible as possible. I've also referred to these copies as the silver bullet in AMP. They are so much fun for students to do. It helps them really understand without watching a video. They're actually interacting with the content. They have to do something. They're exam or they're they're kind of tested on their knowledge as they move through. So we have uh, some of these that will become new uh, that will be ready actually today. Um, they are ready today, February 10th, they went live. Skeletal muscle contraction and the endocrine system, major control of the body. These are now more accessible than ever and easier to assign because they are in the McGraw-Hill Virtual Labs platform. Um, this really helps with student accountability, helps you understand where students are struggling. You have much more reporting on the back end, so you're, you're ensuring that students are actually using this. Um, two of them live today and the remainder will be coming in summer 2022. 
And those are passive and active processes of membrane transport, events of neuron physiology, changes associated with a cardiac cycle, factors that regulate blood pressure, the movement of oxygen and carbon dioxide, tubular reabsorption and tubular secretion, and my favorite right now, innate immunity and adaptive immunity because I have a one-year-old in daycare. And if that isn't enough to understand right there, um, I don't know what is. So those are very great topics that students really struggle with. So before we made these interactives, we really made sure that we reached out to you as instructors and students to make sure we were covering those most difficult concepts. Okay, so I failed to mention with Anatomy and Physiology Revealed on the topic of accessibility that we are working on a VPAT. Um, and for those of you that don't know what a VPAT is, it is a document that really shares with you and your administrations that we have met the utmost WCAG 2.1 standards for accessibility. This is really just focusing on our commitment to accessibility and our commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion, making sure our products are accessible and usable by all students, no matter when or where. So that's very exciting. And then on the topic of virtual labs, we also are adding, we've uh, added at the beginning of the semester, the fetal pig lab. So that's a dissection lab that really should be useful. If you do use a fetal pig, this really takes you step by step in dissecting the fetal pig and understanding the tools that you need for doing that procedure. So those are some things that are new in our products. Now I also want to share some of the activities that we have coming up this spring for you to be involved in. One of them, um, as you know, with COVID, it's a little tougher to get in touch with you instructors um, on campus. So we have, whether virtual or in person, we would love to get in touch with you and have you learn about our products, but also just share feedback back and forth so we can make sure that we are helping you in your courses. Again, help us stop that drop. Stop the drop, stop the drop fail withdrawal rate and help our students succeed. I believe we have the same goals at the end of the day. So we have a, an event on March 2nd with author Elizabeth Pinnefather O'Brien, and she has just an incredible background, and she will be sharing with us DEI in A&P, the importance of diversity, equity, and inclusion, and ways to incorporate that in your A&P course. Many of you are probably already doing it and don't even know it. So that will be a great event that will be happening on March 2nd at 11 a.m. Central, noon Eastern, and that will just be a really exciting one. Stay tuned for a registration link. Um, or if you're listening to this podcast and you don't get an email, uh, feel free to reach out and I'll make sure to get you on that list. Then we have the week of March 14th. We have a panel of instructors that are going to talk about the importance of accessibility in A&P. And one of those instructors actually currently has a blind student in their course, and it's the first time so how they've navigated that and how it's really been a game changer with making sure digital products are accessible, but also just how the instructor has worked around that, how um, different instructors have made sure that this is a top priority in their course. One of the things I always think about is there are students that, you, you know, at the beginning of the semester, you don't have to worry about it. Maybe there are no disabilities going into the semester, but 
someone breaks their arm halfway through and they can't use a mouse. So things like that that are really important to think about. And then through March 9th through March 15th, we'll have some webinars on the APR assignment. So really engaging your students in anatomy, how it's easier than ever with the APR assignment. So if you want some more hands-on, one-on-one learning, um, more, more like group uh, with our, our product team, sharing just some more ins and outs of that product. Then um, in the beginning of April, we will have some just digital webinars talking about our uh, products that are in Connect for AMP. And we'll just go through. It's just a great place, time to ask questions, um, inquire about things that you might want to add to your course or take away from your course. So we'll have some of our digital faculty consultants and our product team really sharing some information there. So that's about all I have right now. Um, I feel like that was a lot. Uh, but if you have any questions of anything I've covered, again, we talked about the APR updates, talked about additions to virtual labs, including the concept overview, physiology interactives, some accessibility updates with a VPAT for APR, and of course, our updates with uh, new events happening this spring. So questions, concerns, reach out. It's valerie.kramer at mheducation.com. And I wish you all a fantastic spring semester. And as always, we're here for you to answer any questions. Until next time, subscribe to Succeed in a on any of your favorite podcast platforms.